0: Welcome to episode 21 of the Cars and Cartridges Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, aka OG Retro. I'm here today with my man, Chris, aka Koozie Retro Games. Guys,
1: thank you for joining us. Chris, how are you doing today, brother? Stressed. Um, Stressed. We're, record- we're recording this. Two- no, what day is today? Wednesday. Wednesday on my lunch break. I leave for yeah. Nashville in the morning. I still have to pack. I have to go meet somebody for games, but I'm in a good mood. I received two cards back from PSA today. Oh, I yes. submitted in August of last year that I found in a shoebox at a garage sale. I still have about 10 other cards from that shoebox getting graded, but oh, the yeah. two cards we received was a 2000 Tops Chrome Charizard, the Pokemon TV, and that received a mint 9. And Insane. then we also had a 2000 uh Pokemon Team Rocket Dark Charizard hollow first edition, which got a PSA 7.
0: Congrats, so, buddy.
1: That's insane. And
0: then you got retweeted by the man the myth the legend, right?
1: Gary V retweeted me on Twitter. So <laughs> that's crazy. My phone is gonna tweet at like a hundred likes. My phone just blowing up. So oh
0: my kind of popular. Oh my AirPod. Oh, I hope my AirPods didn't just die. Anyways, you got retweeted by the Man, the Myth the Legend. That's pretty cool.
1: Yep, that was that was a good time. <laughs> how how are yeah. you doing
0: today? I'm good, man. Besides the uh you know the heat in Jersey is pretty bad. So again, just kind of quarantined the AC. And uh, been getting some eBay sales listed, or some eBay items listed, I guess. Nice. They're not they're not sales yet.
1: Uh, I wish they were. But yeah, I sold doing... two things overnight on eBay, so that was nice to wake up to. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. So just been doing a bit of that and uh, trying to source online a bit. Uh, because yeah, the heat's just brutal. So going out, dude. We're in a
1: severe thunderstorm watch right yeah, now. Yeah, at. we've
0: we've been having the same kind of thing. We had like tornadoes in in Jersey, like it's everything's weird. The weather's fucked. Like right now, it looks really nice. But uh yeah, it's windy and there's definitely gonna be rain later and thunderstorms. So it should be fun, whatever. But we got some good uh we got some good topics for y'all today. We're gonna be going over a really cool uh discussion I saw posted in a group I'm in over on Facebook. Uh, talking about if graded games will eclipse uh, sports cards and comic book collecting, and then also with the uh, with Nintendo announcing the new OLED Switch, uh, we're going to be talking about is that enough? Is Nintendo doing enough with that announcement and that release? And then we're also going to be talking about things we wish we knew. Uh, like day one of reselling so we've talked about tips and tricks in the past but this will be like things specifically koozie and i wish we knew and then lastly stuff we like to do outside of gaming we're always talking about gaming or collecting cards on this podcast but what do we like to do you know when we're not doing that if we're not doing that you know koozie what do you think about uh graded games eclipsing the sports cards and comic book collectible market do you think it's
1: possible? So it's interesting when you brought this up to me in our pre-podcast discussion, which is just us five minutes talking about our day. Um, I'd never really thought of that. I mean, graded games is such a new thing. Like, you, you, we've been grading sports cards for a long time or grading Pokemon cards for a long time. This whole idea of graded games is such a new thing to me. And you brought up the um, example of people... When they collect sports cards, they kind of collect specific niche things, whether it be like the New York Giants, or they collect Detroit Tigers, or they collect uh, the entire '76 Fleer set, things like that. But with graded games, there's a bigger array of things that interest people, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I quickly off the bat, I'm gonna say. No, just because of how hard maybe sealed games are to come by, especially vintage steel games. Yeah. And I mean, it, it is hard to find vintage sports cards, but I believe there are more of those. And this is just me speculation in my mind. I have zero data to back this up, but I feel like it'd be easier to find vintage sports cards than a factory sealed NES game or something like that.
0: Oh, 1,000%. Um, But I guess that just also goes shows you like how much more popular it is to grade right now at least like grading sealed games is really what it's about like people do grade loose and grade cib and that kind of stuff and that's more of a fair comparison i'd say to like a baseball card or something like right like what's a they're, they're a sealed pack for a base nobody grades sealed baseball packs
1: no i mean (laughs) i I don't i don't i mean they they do but i don't see it as the same as like grading like the card because i mean you're grading a say say you're going for the mike trout rookie card and you grade a pack of 2011 tops like how do you know the mike trout's in there right but i mean if you grade a factory steel pokemon blue you obviously know the pokemon blue cartridge is in there right right um and I get, But I guess that goes along with, like, grading, like, a base set, like, pack. Like, if you grade a base set pack, you're, like... I don't know if you're doing it for the artwork. I guess if you like the artwork on a 2011 top set or just the fact that it's got the... I mean, you can compare Mike Trout to Charizard. Like, that's the thing that people chased. Yeah. So I can see why people would grade packs, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think, for the most part, it's probably people doing it for, like, the artwork and also... Maybe protection-wise, like you got to think those packs are worth a lot, whether they contain a Charizard or not. Even light packs, right? So like even light base set packs, and that's what people will grade most of the time. I guess
1: that's a thing too, because there's more than one card in the base set packs that are worth money or people want. And I'm sure there's other rookies in the 2011 tops set. I just don't know the other ones off the top of my head, but the it really falls down in popularity off of Mike Trout. I mean, you have Charizard, Blastoise, Venusaur. you have Mio too. You have like, you have the yeah. array of Pokemon cards that people would want to pull besides just a couple rookies. So I guess that also feeds into why you'd grade a pack. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I guess going back to the original question, I think I kind of agree with you. I don't think we're going to necessarily see graded games eclipse uh, graded cards and graded comics because I feel like maybe graded comics I feel like that's a more uh, like a, a a more fair comparison
1: or like a, I could see a, a comics
0: more even comparison because comics are comics are like a video like video games are like a comic just animated almost like whereas like a, a trading card is a whole different thing right it's it's a game right but it's yeah. not I don't know like I just feel like comics and video games are closer in medium than like com than uh trading cards and video games and for I that reason that. i can see like the people who are into comics i can see them getting into like v- video game collecting quicker than i see them getting into card collecting but i don't know
1: yeah and like i mean even grading comics has been around for longer than grading video games we're we're such oh, like 100 percent we're in the Infancy of, I mean, I mean, we're in the toddler stages of grading video games, so it's to be really interesting to see where this goes in time and see how it grows. And I mean, because I mean, grading cards has not always been the biggest thing, but I mean, it's continued to grow over time. And as you get more collectors in the market, they're going to want the graded stuff, and you get other collectors from other markets coming in you see like the sneakerheads or the streetwear people like coming into video games and buying this stuff up as like an events invest- investment you hear the stories about when things go for high crazy numbers in her- a heritage auction and yeah. the guy reveals some stuff like where he's from and like what's what he does he's buying it for the investment purpose so maybe he's like a tech guru or something like that yeah um, i mean then you then you think of things. i mean there's cl- anybody can collect anything so you can think of any from anything like, people click coins sneaker like where are we gonna start grading sneakers right <laughs> that would be wild i'm
0: sure it's i'm sure it's been thought about and talked about and maybe even done yeah. you know i'm i can't actually imagine that it hasn't been done
1: no and we could start a company what do you know about yeah. sneakers not much dude not much are you a big shoe guy or do you kind of just like a throw on your pair of nikes and you go do your day
0: no nah, i i i can't say i'm like a big shoe guy i have like i really like adidas shoes like i i don't really like nike i like some some very specific nike shoes but then like i have quite a few different adidas shoes so like yeah i do like those the nmd line the ultra boost line the hyper boost line that line of shoes they make they're good shoes and they come in dope colors so i it's yeah. like a, it's like it's like game boy colored like it's like game boy colors it's like there's just like they're all dope so you gotta have them all kind of thing and yeah so i do kind of fuck with shoes but like i can't say i'm like a i can't say i'm like a sneakerhead. i've never like uh
1: never camped like down for a drop exactly
0: never camped out for a drop never like met up with a guy in a back alley to do a deal for yeezys or something like yeah it's not but i do appreciate a nice shoe
1: back uh, again back to the (laughs) the original topic because we seem to get off track here a lot and it's probably my fault um it's good but i mean i like graded games i love the i love the look of them i love how they display i love holding them i love preserving this stuff i mean everybody's oh games are meant to be played but i mean everybody's got their opinion i mean pokemon cards i guess you could still play the trading card game with a card. that would card. be
0: so badass <laughs> if you had just a complete graded card deck like if yeah you, i don't know i probably 60 cards i know magic 60 cards so if you had a 60 card deck every card was graded and you were just playing like that i've seen some you uh would pull up
1: to a tournament like that and you would turn some heads oh my god
0: i've seen some like there's there's a whole format of magic the gathering called like vintage so vintage format and some of the guys i mean some of those cards chris are worth like you know a a black lotus like thousands of dollars right for the card and people are playing with these because vintage is like like only the big ballers playing vintage but like you'll see these guys will play with the deck just of card savers you know just just all card savers just and that's what it is. That's because crazy. Any, or just like one touches a stack of one touches or something like that because these cards are like they're playing with fucking Lamborghinis, bro. It's crazy. It's really God. cool. If 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 any of y'all are interested in that stuff, definitely go to YouTube. Look up like vintage MTG. Like, uh, you know, you'll find it. Like if you look up vintage format Magic the Gathering, it's crazy. It's it's really something wild. Um, but I guess again, going back one more time to the <laughs> original point me myself like i have both graded games and graded cards i don't think my i don't think the graded game collection will ever eclipse the graded card collection just because i and i really am a fan of both but for me personally there's so many more graded cards that i want uh over video games like there's a there's i want to collect there's so i have a very short list of games that I want to have graded at some point, like in my lifetime. Right. It's like a long-term collecting goal. And I've already, you know, I already have three of those games knocked off. Right. Which is awesome. And it's probably like maybe, maybe six or seven more. Um, But then cards, like, bro, that list is kind of never ending. Cause like a new, a new modern card, like, I don't want to grade new sealed games that's not what i'm about you know
1: new sealed games mean like ps4 games yeah like i'm or not like gonna PS5 gra- games
0: yeah i'm not grading a ps5 game like right now for sure i understand some people do some of that switch grading and whatnot yeah but like for me like i'm there are modern cards that i'm interested in having graded and slab because like the art is just insane like this yeah. promo that came out with silver Lance black poli Grays, i sent that off to bgs because dude, that card's fire. And, you know, the Charizards we both have that are new modern stuff. It's like, you know, more stuff like that will be released and maybe we'll get those graded. Whereas I don't see new games being released where I'm going to be like, yeah, let me get that graded. And same with, I I think that's going to be myself and across the board, like,
1: yeah, you know. Dude, here's here's another thing I thought about too is, I guess, so we have the, do we think it's going to outpace it? But I guess currently right now, how do you feel and this is just an overall cuz then we can get into specifics but so it's a lot difficult more difficult how do you feel value wise graded games versus graded cards i personally feel like graded games might outweigh graded cards in value
0: i mean if you compare like one to one sure but i think overall market market value i no way graded market like graded card market value just by sheer volume of what's out there is way higher than graded yeah because, and that's and i mean with the graded game market expanding rapidly i don't think that's something that can't change and that really will be like another side part of this question like we'll we'll
1: talk to you guys at episode 345 <laughs> yeah, exactly. about that we'll
0: check back but like it's like will we see it maybe but will we see the economics behind it also change like are we going to
1: see that market value uh, and i guess like going along higher. with that too is with games being so new it's hard to find comps when you have a game and you look up yeah. ebay it's hard 100%. to find comps and there's and no population get, there's no population reports about that um and this is something i've really thought about it's like do you wish wada and vga put out population reports for great games a
0: thousand percent i don't know why it's not a thing it's kind of annoying honestly um uh, i would assume they
1: have the data.
0: Yeah, I'm I I love Wada and I haven't had any experience with VGA uh but like some of the practices with Wada and stuff, that population report being one of them not existent, it's just
1: like uh I come heard a on. rumor and it was like So Heritage Auction has a deal with Wada, so the only Heritage Auction only sells Wada graded games. And I heard something like I didn't even know that and it might be speculation it was like as long as heritage auction has this has this partnership with wada they're not going to do population reports because they don't want their investors people buying knowing how many of that specific game is out there because i guess by not knowing you're going to condemn a higher price yeah, speculation lower. yeah
0: right you're not gonna you're probably right
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> i mean it's just <laughs> it's kind of scummy. <laughs> but uh um, it is and that, that, that that's a
1: total rumor i heard in some facebook yeah. group it makes sense but it's all it's also like i wish they did population reports cuz like i wonder how many of like that's out there It'd be cool to see like oh mine's one of five in the world like when you get back a crazy right. created card and you just look at the population parts not only does it like yes it adds to the value but it's also but it's just cool. a personal feeling it's like dude this is like one of nine in the world like, right. It's badass right.
0: even uh, yeah even if you know it's one of you know 500 it's still like yeah seven billion people in this world and you have something that's forever this one of 500 piece that's fucking sick yeah so i don't know i think i think we'll see cards probably continue to outpace games because cards are only continuing to grow too so yeah i don't know we'll see it's a good question something to think about if you guys have any opinions on it please uh drop them below in the comments if you are listening on youtube or whatever uh instagram too is cool uh let's go to the next topic uh nintendo making waves uh out of nowhere like it's all it's all kind of this thing we expected but it like every time it came up in the news like it quickly got it was like fake or whatever, but finally a quote-unquote Switch Pro has been announced, uh, and people are pretty pissed. Uh <laughs> It all it is is a, a Switch with a new screen and a new kickstand, a little bit of more internal memory, and, and it's that's white. about it. Yeah, it's white. Comes in a new white color. I fuck with that, but so basically, you're getting three new things, two of which are just completely not important, and the two being. The memory upgrade because Switch has micro SD card slot and it literally got 32 gigs extra memory, Woohoo! And then uh, a larger kickstand, which, okay, it needed that, but it's not that big of a deal. With a bigger screen and it got a $50 price increase.
1: <laughs> that's what, okay. That's what I was gonna say. I saw it was $34.99, So that was yeah. a $50 increase from the original one. And then re, I didn't do much research in this. I've been crazy busy the last few days. Um, yeah. But I saw, like, uh, is the box, the box looks smaller. And just like yeah. the quick little, like, pictures I, don't know. I saw. That could just be like a uh, like marketing, a pr- just marketing thing. Know.
0: Maybe it is. That'd be cool. I don't see why really the Switch has to have such a big box. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, cool. So you get – it comes with everything, like controller, dock. Yeah, yeah, it still comes stuff. with the
0: Joy-Cons, the dock, everything. But all it is is a, a new OLED screen, OLED screen. And for those who don't know, OLED is a, a different screen technology. You know, you got like uh, LCD, I th- or no. I don't know. You got different, uh, technology. So you got IPS is a different technology. You got TFT is a different tech screen technology. Then you got OLED. And they're all different screen technologies. OLED, highly regarded as probably the best as far as like at least mobile screens go. I know OLED TVs, very popular now, finally starting to become available at a consumer level for reasonable prices. Very cool. Uh, and anyways, cool new screen on the switch but people are saying this is absolute horseshit because it's not enough like it's for me i don't care i've always expected nintendo to have inferior specs and hardware as other the competitors being xbox and sony and i just go to nintendo for the exclusive games that they have the ips that they've created that's what i'm here for i don't really care about the hardware However, one sec. However, many people do care about the hardware and they think fifth uh, to announce a Switch Pro, to have this all be a thing, and I don't know, people are kind of pissed. What do you think,
1: Chris? Um, I saw this meme on Instagram yesterday. I just Googled it and founded it. it founded it, it. The founding fathers found it. Uh, it was comparing the Switch OLED versus the PS Vita, because the PS Vita has an OLED screen also. Facts. Uh, Switch oled screen vita oled screen switch paid online vita free online Mm -hmm. switch no folders vita folders Mm -hmm. switch no themes vita themes switch doesn't have gravity rush vita (laughs) has gravity rush
0: (laughs) it's just a game but yeah it's uh it's just it's a little silly when you compare it because like I guess they could have done a little bit better, you know, like fix some Joy-Con drift. I would have Here's what I would have liked to see. I would have liked to see them address Joy-Con drift. I would have liked to see I definitely like the OLED screen. I like that improvement. I would have liked to see a CPU graphics card bump in the system so at least we're getting smoother frames. They don't have to do anything crazy, but to get the the games we're already playing like Fortnite for instance on the Switch runs like the literal most dog shit piece of crap yeah. game i've ever seen run on any console but if they could you know give it a little bump and that game run as good as the xbox one like that'd be awesome and then i would have liked to seen uh uh bluetooth support like better yeah. bluetooth support why isn't why can't i connect my airpods to my switch that makes no sense at all so yeah. like the, no
1: I, yeah what, i was like maybe it's an apple thing but no i'm my airpods connected to my hp laptop right 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 right
0: yeah, I know. You can't connect any, uh, no audio to Bluetooth wow. on the switch. It's dumb as hell. Uh, you need to complete like an adapter and everything. Like it's really dumb. So, and the fact that they didn't address stuff like that in this quote unquote switch pro upgrade switch, whatever they're going to call it, switch OLED model or they end up calling it. It's not just, it is kind of lame. Like is switch has been out now for like almost five years, I think, or it's four years for sure and they this is this is their refresh it's still'm kind of with a new switch they came out with a uh upgraded switch in terms of they had better battery life
1: oh so they had a whole new switch just for a brand new battery life and that t- they came out not too long ago
0: yeah it was the switch v2 which had the better battery life but they didn't advertise it, it was, if you were just if you weren't like in the hobby and weren't in the no yeah. you would have never known they ever. Oh. I don't think they really marketed it that much. You know? I
1: see. I mean, yeah. I, whereas I know, this whereas
0: this is like totally a new this is like the new 3ds compared to the you know the old 3ds type shit. Yeah. What Except you the new the-, the new 3ds actually got a boost
1: in power. Like yes, it was more powerful. So do you wish they would have done something different with the design too, rather than just making no. it white? Or do you like the no, white? No, no, no.
0: There's going to be plenty of limited edition stuffs and everything. I don't, that's whatever. I think that they went with a cool clean finish for releasing a new, like, cause that this is going to be like the new base model switch. I don't think, I think they are going to start to discontinue uh, the regular switch. Yeah. I don't think it makes sense. And I think, uh, uh, I don't know. I think eventually this one will come down to 300. I don't think 350 is a good price for this, but it's going to take some time. Like it just for me it just all doesn't really make sense. Like I don't really fuck with it that much. I I probably will and it sucks because I like everything Nintendo does. We're a bunch of fucking fanboys and mm-hmm. I probably will end up buying it. I'll sell some of my other switches because they're going to be obsolete pretty much. How many switches do you have? I think I have four, maybe five jesus which ones do you have i've got the animal crossing one i've got the super smash Bros, like the super smash bros dock and that came with the original switch that i still have i have two switch lights the yellow and the pokemon one and then i have what else? that might be it i don't know there could be like could be one in storage i'm forgetting about but jesus. those are the ones that i like see around me right now the Pokemon yeah, one's
1: sweet. I wish Pokemon I would have jumped on,
0: on that one. I like collecting um uh, like the docs and the I'll I'll collect the docs and the Joy Cons and I'll sell the tablet and pretty much break even on everyone or like come close. Like yeah. It's so or not break even. I can't sell but I'll end up getting the doc and the joy-cons for like fifty to seventy five bucks, which is awesome. Like that's Because cool. you can usually sell the tablets for the, the V two tablets like one fifty to two hundred all day. So it's uh, Yeah, if you're into, like, Switch collecting, that's a little pro tip. Um, Yeah, dude. Anyways, Nintendo, do more, do better.
1: I don't um, own a Switch, so I don't have much comments on this. Yeah, yeah, because he doesn't play
0: video games, so it doesn't really matter to him. No. He, he doesn't look at this. I screen. am
1: picking up a copy of Fire Emblem Path of Radiance on GameCube after work today. Local was, game store got that trade, and I'm using store credit for that. That's very cool and all. However... It's be nice gonna be nice shelf play. candy.
0: Yeah, that's true. I people are gonna hate me for this. I hate Fire Emblem games. Like I just, I can't get into them. I don't like them. I've tried playing the one on the GameCube. I have tried playing the one on the Switch. I maybe played the one on Switch for like three hours before being like, "This is the just. I can't. This is dumb." Maybe I'm bad at games. Maybe it's, I don't
1: know. Whatever it is, I don't like it. So cancel Dude, me you if You want
0: Fire Emblem sucks.
1: You know what? They just the game store just got traded in also today. What? what? Uh, Shante on game boy color
0: oh that's pretty crazy Loose, wow
1: and it's 550 that's almost tempting it's got some it's got a little late I, mean, I have 10 percent off it does have a little label wear Bro, oh, that's a that's a heater yeah um but anyways only if, only if i had the store credit for that yeah
0: anyways moving on nintendo do more and let's let's go to something else uh things we wish we knew day one of reselling so we're both we both, you know, resell Chris, you maybe a little bit more than I in terms of like just all around reselling. I focus on video games and stuff. But mm-hmm. anyways, doesn't matter. Uh things we wish we knew day one. Some some advanced tips and tricks, things we got screwed on day one, things we wish we did differently. What do you got, Chris?
1: Yeah, we've we've mentioned tips and tricks here and there in different episodes before, but I kind of just wanted to put it all in one place, have a Uh, section in the title so when people are new to reselling they can come here and just get their fix on how to start reselling day one Um, biggest tip I can give you is print your labels at home I've said it before in the podcast I've said it on Instagram print your labels at home www.pirateship.com or com slash ship now I believe is the other one um, you will save twenty to thirty percent versus going to the post office, and that may not seem like much on a five dollar or a five dollar package, but I mean when you times that by a thousand packages, it's a ton. Or I mean, saved money is just saved money. Save money. You when you go to the post office, you don't have to wait in line. You can just drop it in any of those blue bins around town. Or yeah. if there's a line and it doesn't fit in a blue bin, you can kind of just walk up to the corner on an empty. Uh, de- Wow, I don't know if you guys heard that, but the house just shook from thunder.
0: Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Oh.
1: Um, But uh, you my dog's going crazy. I apologize. Um, but um, you could just kind of walk up to an empty counter, set your packages on there, give the cashier a wink, and then you're out the door. They know what to do. Hell yeah. Um,
0: Um, and I'd say that that was going to be mine, but like I wish ice. I would have saved so much time doing that from the start. I didn't do that. I was like at one point writing labels like with a pen and stuff like a Sharpie. That's insane. Uh, I would say definitely pirate ship. I would say one of the tips I'd have save like all your, all packing materials and shipping materials you get. That's a big tip.
1: Tell your Um, friends and family to save their Amazon bubble mailers. Everybody gets those four times a week anyways. And those are great sizes and great to reuse. Yeah. Amazon bubble bubble mailers mailers or boxes.
0: 100% um what else i'd say oh here's a good one definitely make sure to like list on multiple platforms if you can like if you find that something's not selling if say if you have something listed i mean it's really a good practice to just do it all the time but say you have something listed on one platform and it hasn't sold or you're not getting like a lot of watches or views, vids, whatever you can cross list it. So like, if you have a post on eBay, maybe post it to Mercari. If you have a post to Mercari, maybe post it at eBay. Offer it up on Instagram. Offer it up on Facebook groups. Like that kind of stuff. The more yep. eyes you can get on uh, what you're selling, it's like the better time, the easier it's going to be to sell.
1: Uh, yeah, hundred percent on that. Um, another one I have, I guess, is um, I've said it before on here. Make sure you uh, clean and test your stuff. You don't got to get fancy with clean. Just hit it with a Lysol wipe. Hit it with a little rubbing alcohol on a Q-tip. Make sure the stuff's tested. And pack it well. You don't have to go over the top. I mean, if it's a game, it can go in a bubble mailer. Maybe just uh, wrap some bubble wrap around it, then put it in a bubble mailer. If it's a controller or something more fragile, put it in a box. And buy your um, if you know you're going to be reselling a lot or kind of getting into it kind of heavy, buy your supplies in bulk. Um, 100%. Uh, so buy your tape in bulk from on uh, just online Amazon or I, Walmart has cheap tape. Um, buy your bubble mailers in bulk. I get like 250 bubble mailers for like 35 bucks shipped on eBay or whatever. And yep. if you're reselling video games, get the 6.5 by nine or 6.5 by nine, 6.5 by ten. Uh, it's six point it's six point five by ten. I just looked down, but that. 0.5 helps you fit DVD cases. If you get the six by 10, it really doesn't fit.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. So definitely get like measure your items, I think, and find proper, Oh, box in a bag shipping. I wish I knew this like day one. Uh, if you've got, if you got like, uh, big boxes or like stuff that can fit in up a bag, to 18 inches, up to 80, 18 inches. You can put that in a bag, save a lot on shipping, say ship what's called box in a bag. it's only available
1: through pirate ship i believe
0: pirate ship i mean and maybe if you have a shipping account or something else weird or whatever but pirate ship's definitely the way i would do it so super easy whatever um so that's definitely saved me a lot of money multiple occasions it's also just easy
1: um and that's i don't know it's what else like shipping scale you need a shipping scale you don't need something big i use the it's called the Acutech, A-C-C-U-T-E-C-K. Yeah, Acutech. Got it on yeah, Amazon for like I 20 have. bucks. It's got a 10-year yeah. warranty. Goes up to 50, 55 pounds. It's great.
0: Yeah, that's the one I use. At this point, I kind of just... What I like about Pirate Ship, I estimate most of my weights at this point because I just kind of know it. Yeah. am like, if it's fucked up, they just all they just make adjustments and then it's charged to my Pirate Ship account. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It saves me time not having to weigh stuff and like yeah,
1: like you said once you get used to it you know how much stuff weighs
0: yeah if something if something's on the cusp and it's like the deciding factor between first class and priority like i'll weigh it but yeah usually at this point it's just i guess i wish i had the knowledge i have now day one but it's kind of just it's knowledge that comes with doing it over and over and over and over and over again so
1: hell i i do if you're busy Say you got a bunch of packages going out and you want to get them out, but you got to work all day tomorrow. Then take Sally to soccer practice. Then take your mother-in-law to dinner. You can schedule a UPS pickup to your house. You just go on usps.com, schedule a pickup. They just pick it up when they drop off your normal mail. It's free. You tell them where it's going to be at on the porch in a bag. And when they drop off your mail, they grab your packages off the porch and deliver them to everybody's houses. Yeah, if you live in a, in a
0: in a decent enough area to where you guys can uh make that happen, definitely do that. Uh it's so convenient. I've been yeah. using it recently and it's just like, oh my god, so much it's better. It's
1: so time-saving.
0: So so much better. And Pirate PirateShip makes it so easy also to request request a pickup or whatever. You just enter like approximately how many packages you have and approximately how much it weighs. Yeah. And, and they come through and they pick it up. It's crazy.
1: So You get an email saying that's been picked up and
0: Yeah. It's awesome. Everything is great. It's awesome. So there's some those are really good things. Uh if you guys have any specific questions about reselling and kind of some like if you say you're about to start or want to try doing it or have questions about how to start or anything like that, please uh drop some comments. Love to hear. I got hear one it. more. Oh,
1: you got one more tip? Yeah, sorry, I just thought of it. Okay. If you're just starting off start easy and start small and it's, yeah. so we, we talked about from like a video game standpoint and that's kind of easy but if you're gonna be go to Salvation Army and just say you got an extra hour in the day go to Salvation Army or Goodwill or whatever and just go around and look at stuff and look stuff up and kind of start to get to know like what stuff is worth money and what's not but if you're just starting off reselling don't go pick up like a 30 pound VCR or yeah. like a toaster a glass toaster oven or something like that glass toaster oven like you're not gonna like you're not gonna know or want to ship that stuff right off the bat because those, those are right. more difficult things to ship you can't fit a vcr in a bubble mailer
0: it's a good point Start start kind of easy and small stick with maybe even stick with what you know like i yeah from i did i, I just kind of fell into it i knew video games kind of before this but like if i had to start over again i'd probably say yeah just stick to what you know and uh
1: Started. I almost picked up my first VCR at the Salvation Army yesterday. Almost oh, yeah. did. I, I thought I was thinking long and hard about it. I it sucked. It was 1799, but I looked to go for about 70-ish, but it didn't have the remote. I plugged it in and it powered up, but I didn't have anything to really test it with at home. And it was kind of larger. And I thought about it and I left yeah. it. And I should have probably grabbed it. And I want to start grabbing more stuff. But my problem is I go to the Salvation Army like on my lunch break between going to three other places. So I have like 10 minutes to pop in and out. And I don't have time to look through like the, the hats and look up hats or look through the books and look up right. books. I almost grabbed a hunting backpack too, but I passed on that. Just, I got to start just biting the bullet, grabbing all the stuff and listing it. Yeah. That also comes with, then you got a store VCR and then you got a story hunting backpack. Exactly. Have, have a nice setup going, have your organization on point too, if you're going oh, like go to resell it. Oh, hundred percent go to ace hardware and get a shelf that's what i got and i just stacked everything up and then i've got my bubble mailers my tape all organized and organization is definitely key
0: 100 i've gotten better i've gotten better with that as i've gone But if i could give all my knowledge i have now to a first day line i definitely would
1: yeah um so yeah
0: dude uh but with that let's talk about you know we never talk about it really this is like uh this is a. Some game cards and cartridges podcast we don't talk about much else but let's talk about stuff we like to do outside of gaming and cards in this this world we're in cool what do we, yeah what do we like to do
1: other hobbies i enjoy doing are i like to fish Hell i started yeah. i started fishing uh probably in the last couple of years more um just pretty much just shore fishing i live 15 minutes from lake st Clair, so it's nice to just shoot down to the shoot down the lake there's not much shore spot you can fish from just because i guess water equals money so everywhere that's waterfront is a house or a bar or a restaurant but there's a couple places um shore fishing's nice um i played ultimate frisbee in college so i enjoy playing ultimate frisbee um played the saxophone from sixth grade to 12th grade don't play it really now that i've graduated college but saxophone was always a good time uh i enjoy drinking cheap beer that's a good time <laughs> going up north my yeah. girlfriend becca uh her aunt each set of her aunt and uncles that's always so weird what I have to say each set of her aunt and uncles um yeah. both have a cabin up north so that's always a fun time to go to um one thing do you do do you read nah dude
0: and i used to be the biggest reader but like yeah i don't much anymore and it's i like I like read news and read articles sometimes but like I can't say the last time I read a book was probably like maybe a year
1: and a half, 2 years ago. Reading's always intrigued me and I think the thought of reading is cool. I just never put in the time to actually read. So yeah. I was talking with Deborah with the Halo about this the other day in one of her posts and she goes, "You should try audiobooks." I mean, I like to, like I listen to podcasts or music while I work or I listen to YouTube videos in the background. So why not throw in an audiobook while I work?
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a solid alternative. Uh yeah, I used to love reading though. I, I like I was such a big reader. I read all the Harry Potter books when I was in like mm-hmm. f- first grade. I read like the first Harry Potter book. My teachers thought I was like some crazy prodigy, but no, we know that's <laughs> not true now. We know that's not true now. But anyways, I I loved I love to read now. I just it's so much going on. I should make time for it though. Uh, it's but, relaxing. Yeah, yeah, it can be. For me though, I do, I like getting outside when the weather's nice. I like hiking when it's cool out, going swimming, going to the lake. I like waterfalls. I like like photography. That's not like my gaming photos and stuff. Like I love taking photos. I love cars. Like I've had like a variety of quote unquote like cool cars or project cars yeah. in the past couple of years like Audis, BMWs. uh, So like German cars, that's another
1: hobby uh what else i like dude i gotta put you in i gotta show i gotta see if becca has so becca has an uncle that lives out in colorado Mm -hmm. and he's retired but his big thing is photography and like he goes on like a two mile walk every day and takes his camera with him and just snaps like photography of nature and like when we were there on our road trip he was showing me these photos that he has there's just there's so much wildlife out in colorado it's insane the photos he has the one he's like most proud of was like So I guess, like, owls are kind of, like, a menace out there. Like, they'll, like, eat, like, birds, like, baby birds or, like, get in their nests or something like that. So he has this picture of, like, these birds, like, chasing this owl, like, midair. And one is riding on the owl's back. Insane. Yeah, it's awesome. The the stuff he has is crazy. That's super cool.
0: Yeah, so I I love, like, wild – I'd say, like, my favorite things to photograph outside of, like, the video game stuff I do every day is, like – like, landscape photography is awesome, wildlife, stuff like that, but like, uh more like nature. Like, my senior thesis when I was in, when I went to college was, like, all about, it was, uh they were, like, super close-up, like, macro photos of running streams and bodies of water, but mm. then, like, over time, too, so there were, there was, like, a lot of motion involved, they were kind of abstract, so I don't know, I just... I've got a lot of different styles, but I love like the artistic fine art approach to photography too. So like that's like a that's another little sub hobby and interest that I have. Like I'll do prints too for friends and family. I used to sell those and everything. So
1: you ever thought about doing what Chum Retro does? And know he has like his drone. He does like real like uh, real estate shoots and things like that. I,
0: I mean, I've done like one real estate shoot in my life, and I kind of don't like it. But it's like it's ha- like. Do you have a yeah, drone? No do you want one uh like it's i wouldn't say i want one necessarily like there are a lot of money and i just i feel like i just have so many other things i'd spend money on first like eventually if i ran out of things to spend money on i'd have a drone you know maybe even a santa (laughs) yeah exactly eventually if i ran out of things to spend money on i'd probably want a drone
1: (laughs) okay cocky much
0: right that's like a really privileged thing to say (laughs) <laughs> it's like like a real, I, and i'm not saying that will ever happen i'm just saying like if that did happen i'd probably yeah. have a drone
1: Did you play the
0: lottery no fuck that i open pokemon cards it's pretty much the same
1: thing it's like i bought a few uh mega millions tickets my dad would call me like once a month and be like hey mega millions is yeah. 680,000 go buy go a, a two dollar ticket dude,
0: same with my parents it's weird man and I'll, like buy, that,
1: I'll go to 7-Eleven and buy a $2 ticket and then never look at it again because I just assumed I didn't win and it went to right. the wash and I probably won.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've won six times. You don't know yet, though. Jesus. Damn, bro. Yeah, so I'm a simple, simple man. Not too many crazy things uh, outside of gaming and card collecting.
1: Oh, I love to cook. Love cooking. You're that's big fun. on cooking. Yeah, man. That's fun. I see the stuff you make. I like cooking, too. I just I don't oh, put yeah. in the time to cook really much. Um... But I enjoy cooking. I like camping. Camping's fun. Um, Hell yeah! We ever Beck and I ever camping stuff when we did our road trip. We camped the majority of the time. Um, used to go camping. Were you ever a Boy Scout? No man. I was, I was never in a Boy Scout. How was Cub that? Scouts and Boy Scouts? So we did camping for that and things like that.
0: That's pretty cool. Um,
1: what's a hobby? You, would
0: you ever go skydiving? I dude. I used to say I would, but now I think I'm gonna pass. Really yeah dude like i i like i am a thrill seeker i do seek out adrenaline and like i said i've always said i would but i think now like i value life too much and just the thought of a skydiving accident makes one dude i think uh, i would go skydiving that's sick dude and i i
1: my sister's been skydiving so that's cool. They'd have to push me out of the plane because I'd be terrified. But- I know
0: I'd do it. Oh, dude, I know I would do it. Like once I'm just there, but I think, yeah. like, I don't know, dude. I know the chance of something happening is very low, but something in me is just like uh, you can
1: die. You can die walking to the mailbox later. Today. Yeah, no,
0: a hundred percent. That's a great point. And that's what about? Would you go up in a hot air balloon? Hundred percent. Fuck that. That i've is, heard
1: bad things about hot air yeah, balloons no 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 no
0: 100 fuck that that's a whole different thing that's a whole different thing you're no just no and i think that's such a good point dude i'm glad you bring that up anybody that's <laughs> ever done that is i don't trust you at all like why you, why why do you say that though because because you're in a think about it think about what a balloon is and think about it. you're just strapped into that and the chance of something going wrong there I you feel can't like steer it fucking hey, no way so the slightest bit of wind and you got you got fire fire is literally you just have a burning flame like underneath underneath the balloon, this balloon. i don't in a wooden I basket I don't, I don't yeah in a wooden basket i don't like it i will never be a part of something like that uh again that's one thing i, I guess i respect you if you were into that, and you do that <laughs> but it's just like i fuck man i and where I where I was up in upstate New York, Ithaca, they had a they had hot air balloons like up in the sky all the time, and I was just like, yo, you cool to guys, look at. I just never go in cool it. Cool to look at, but just would never ever ever, dude. I'd go jump out of a plane. I'd probably jump out of a plane like unassisted, not knowing what to do, <laughs> and just like try and figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. On the way down, before getting in a hot air balloon with like a professional. Wow because dude fuck that man that's scary that you're i don't and i don't i'm like i don't have the biggest fear of heights because like i I, it's not it it's like being not in control like in the middle of the air also in a close
1: i wonder how big like that basket actually is like are you just kind of standing there looking over the edge of the ground i
0: bet dude i bet they're like eight feet by eight feet if i had to guess i bet they're like so it's a it's a decent sized platform, but not like a lot. We're gonna look it up right now. Hot air balloon basket size. We're gonna look
1: it up. Oh wow! Wow! I also was looking it up too. No. That did you see the most popular size is fifty five feet wide? Yeah. That that must be for the entire thing. I doubt it's for the basket.
0: I don't know. Okay. No, because uh, there's
1: pictures of baskets on here. Wow. No. Okay.
0: I don't know, dude. I don't know. It, I think I I don't trust not them. big. Last one. Do you like haunted houses? Uh yeah, I guess they're pretty cool. Like in the in the like during Halloween time and stuff.
1: Yeah, like you're going to like a haunted corn maze or a haunted yeah. house, things like that. I,
0: I kind of fuck with that.
1: I hate them. I, I hate, hate scary that. things. You uh, know, I kind of, same I'm a with Katrina. Bitch.
0: Yeah, Katrina doesn't like scary things. I kind of, I was scarred at a very young age, I think. I watched the Saw movies so young. Did I watch those Saw movies? I was like fucking nine years old. I was like, everything else, like life is. I could
1: mode. like some, and she begs me every year to do it, And I'm like, no, like just, I hate like walking around corners and just knowing I'm going to be scared, but like not knowing when or how.
0: Oh, yeah. we've got
1: we've got Erebus here in Michigan which is one of like the bigger ones and you have to like sign a waiver before you go in and and it's it's like four stories tall and it's bad like it's it's bad but like in a good way for people that like haunted houses yeah
0: yeah there's some really fucked up ones that I would definitely never go to like there's ones that you have to sign a waiver to and that includes like them being able to put their hands on you and like pain may be caused and like that kind of i'm like holy crap you guys are actually psychotic like that's like that's like a fetish at this point this is bizarre (laughs) i'm not about it so uh yeah no i some mild haunted house is cool but nothing too crazy all
1: right well uh koozie's lunch break is coming to an end so we will get into the viewer question of the week uh didn't ask one this week just because we're recording on a random day before i go to nashville um But OSO Retro asked last week, and I believe we asked, talked about this before, maybe. uh, What is your favorite system of all time and favorite game of all time?
0: Easy. Uh, Game of Color with Pokemon Silver.
1: Easy peasy. Mine is going to be the Nintendo Wii with... Like I said, I'm a big party guys. Maybe Wii Sports or Mario Baseball is a good one. Mario Baseball, Mario Strikers, something like that. Um, but if I'm just playing single player a game boy, and my Pokemon game I played as a kid was Pokemon Yellow, that was the hand me down that I got. Oh yeah. Two
0: solid answers. If I had to give one more, I'd say PC. Ha cheating. Okay. PC and the Witcher 3. Because it is heard good best things game. about
1: do you like uh Skyrim? I've heard good things about Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim's cool, but it's like not
0: it's not my favorite. And I don't know why. Yeah. But it's really good. Like it is really good. It's just not my favorite. I I like I like it's like too open world for me. I like a yeah. little bit of direction. Yeah. Skyrim is doesn't really have that. So that's why I like The Witcher 3 is open world but also has a, s- a clear storyline and
1: clear writing and like that kind of thing. So I like it better
0: anyway. Awesome. Well, Hell thank yeah. you
1: guys for listening to us on this Monday morning for episode 21. We hope you guys have a great start to a week. Go back and listen to the older episodes. If you yes. missed any of those, catch up on really those. Good stuff. Um, we were with rock Pokemon last week. Don't want to miss yeah. that one. And uh, we will give us a like share, follow wherever you're listening and yep. we will see you guys next Monday.
0: Absolutely. Make sure you hit that
1: five-star rate
0: button on Apple Podcasts. I know that one helps that algorithm a lot. Uh, we really do appreciate all the all the sharing you guys are doing. It means a lot. And we have uh we have some new podcast stickers uh Ooh, yes. available soon. So uh keep a lookout for that. They came out really dope. Uh, but anyway, thank you for listening to episode 21 of the Cars and cartridges Pad podcast Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> have a great rest of your week. Peace.
1: See ya.